You both said today that you love each other and I believe it, but I'm trying to tell you love is not enough for a successful marriage. There's so many other things that go in it. It's not just about you anymore. Here is today's case. Shay and Kenny met eight years ago on a photo shoot. After four years together, they made a decision to go all in and get married. Things got even worse when Kenny decided to quit his job to stay home and develop his own business. But the marriage almost imploded when Shay caught Kenny sexting other women. She and Kenny aren't on the same page about anything anymore, and she's had enough. Today, she's brought him to divorce court. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Faith Jenkins presiding. Your Honor, this is the case of Gardner versus Gardner. Thank you, Juan. Shay Gardner, you have brought your husband, Kenneth Gardner, to court today. The two of you have been married for years. Correct. You say you are having a number of problems in the relationship and that he also owes you $1,200 for the cost of a vacation he abandoned in the middle of the trip. Yes, Your Honor. Okay, why don't you give me some background, ma'am? Okay, Your Honor. Well, I'm here today because I want a divorce from this man immediately. At this point, I'm tired of the cheating. I'm tired of the other women. I'm tired of the lack of respect the emotional abuse, and we're not even on the same page anymore. So I don't understand why I'm in this relationship at this point. Well, what do you mean by you're not on the same page anymore? What's happened? Well, for starters, we were both sitting on the couch watching TV. Um, he was texting, and so I kept hearing this dingy noise, the ding, a ding, a ding. So I look over, and I see my iPad lighting up. Mm -hmm. So I went, and I grabbed it. So I'm looking through my iPad, and I'm confused at first. I'm like, what is all of this? Everything he was texting and receiving was coming to my iPad as well. Okay. So... What I found was he was sexting and texting inappropriate text messages to another female. And what did you say to him? So I, I played it cool for a minute because I said, Kenny, you know, who are you texting? Oh, just my friend, my homeboy. We're going to do something tomorrow. Mm. I said, oh, okay, oh, really? So I turned the iPad over and I showed him. So, of course, he puts it on me. Why are you going through my stuff and you don't trust me? And I said, mm -hmm. first of all, this is my iPad that this is coming to. Mm -hmm. And so it goes from you don't trust me and of course I don't trust you. Look what you're doing. So what were the messages about? This girl wanted to meet up with him and they were going to take these trips out of the country and all the things she wanted to do to him and what he wanted to do to her. Sexual things. Mr. Gardner, were you doing that? Your Honor, I've been talking with Shay ever since we've been married about our sex life, okay? And I've been explaining to her there are certain things that I need as a man, mm -hmm. okay? And she yet refuses to do those things. And I tell her that if I can't get it from you, what do you expect me to do down the road? Okay, so your sexting is a result of what you say you're not getting at home. Yes, but what do you expect from me, right? Did you know that those messages were coming up on her iPad? No, I did not. And then you told her you were talking to a male friend of yours. Yes, at the time, yes. So it's not something that you thought was okay for your marriage or appropriate for your marriage because you were trying to hide it. Am I right? At that very moment, yes. All right. Yes. This is not someone you ever saw and, no, and I never, followed no, up with No, physically. I never followed up with it. Never because followed you've been up married for four years, but you've been together eight years. Yes. So when do you say things changed? Maybe a year after we got married, maybe. Okay, that's not long. Yeah, yeah. And so and it, what happened? It was the, the lack of sexual energy that we had in our relationship. And, that, and it, just, it just started to wear on me over time. And I, I could not stand back and just do nothing all the time. You know, it just, it became boring. 
What do you have to say about that, ma'am? This isn't the only incident we've had that involved other women. Because there was another incident, maybe a month or two after this particular one. So we were sitting in the car. It was at nighttime. So I had got behind him to change my clothes. Well, because it was night, the reflection, because he was texting, when I looked at the reflection of what was being sent, I saw pictures of a girl in lingerie in a Mm. bathtub, Mm. just different poses that the girl was sending him. Mm. So again, confront him. What are you doing? Oh, nothing, nothing. Uh, They sent it to me. I can't control what people send to me. So I'm saying they're not going to send you that out of the blue. There's a reason why she's sending this to you. Mm -hmm. And it turned out it was that same exact girl. Mm. This is something else we talked about. Something as simple as getting pictures, Your Honor, I haven't, I haven't got pictures from her and I don't know how long. Okay, but she's in real and in the flesh. You want pictures too? That would be nice sometimes because I do kind of travel a little bit for work at mm-hmm, times. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, sometimes it is nice to, you know, wake up in your hotel room and it's like, wow, pictures of your wife. You okay, know? but that time you were getting pictures from someone and you were with her. I was just because of the fact that I don't know what else to do when I'm not getting it from you. I'm going to get it from somebody else eventually. So not getting pictures is different from not getting it at all. I mean, yeah, and it, that is not, we weren't getting that either, but I like pictures. You, we like were it. too. Don't play. Yes, and, we and what, is your, what is your response to that? In terms of the romance, the sending pictures, things like that, that he feels that he's lacking right now. Lacking, I feel like, is a stretch. Now, did it change a little bit? Yes, because different things happened in my career and we got busy in life. So did it change? Absolutely. But in a marriage, things are going to change. That doesn't mean you just stop and be like, okay, I'm not going to work through this. I'm not going to do anything. You do the work. I feel like he didn't do the work. For how many years, Mm -hmm. though? It was one year. You just said it changed after one year. No, one year after us being married, but this is what we've been dealing with for the last three years. Okay, because of the other situations that I'm about to get to. That's why. And what happened? Again, with the women, going to sleep late at night, he gets text messages. One morning, you know, maybe woman intuition, check the message. I miss you. I ask him about it. Who is it? Oh, it's my cousin. I don't text that to my cousins. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what cousin would send that type of message. Who was telling you they missed you? It was another ex-girlfriend that I knew from back in the day. But I wasn't responding to her like that. So do all of your exes miss you and reach out to you right. knowing that you're married? I can't and, control and be how other people feel about me. That, I, that's well, not my actually, responsibility. Well, actually, knowing that you're married, they're being disrespectful to your marriage and your relationship. Because they do know this, right? You, you, yes. you, you didn't just get married. You've been together for eight years, married for four. Yes. Because if someone reaches out to you and you don't like the messages, you can set boundaries where your exes know what is and is not appropriate in their communications with you. It's not up to her to set those boundaries. It's up to you. These are your people. It wears on me because I feel like she doesn't give to me. Sometimes when exes hit me up, you know, just naturally my mind goes back to like, oh yeah, I remember that time. What I see is emotional infidelity taking place because you're giving your emotional attention to other women There's a big lack of respect in our relationship. He told me when we got married, you gained 50 pounds, I'm out. I'm out of this marriage. So one summer, I had gained maybe five pounds. So he would come up to me while I'm sitting at home or doing something, and he would like grab my stomach and like flab it and play with it. And he had a saying, all butts, no guts. And just real disrespectful. If you got a tummy, then you're bummy. And so at this really? point, he had talked about going to the gym. So I said, fine, I'm trying to, you know, please my husband. I 
I'll go to the gym and work out with you. But even when we get to the gym, he's still demeaning and degrading. He'll go and say, look at this woman. Look what she's doing. Why you can't do that? He's even went as far as to ask another woman in front of me, what motivates you to work out? Because I can't motivate my wife to work out. Mm. Are you doing that, Mr. Gardner? Your Honor, Shay is a beautiful woman. And she is in, in good shape. But Shay needs motivation. All right? And so... For what? To, to keep her good shape. All right? Because Shay has a family history of heart problems. And there'll be times that Shay will, uh, she will gain some weight, you know? I try to tell her that there's some things that we're doing are preventative measures down the road. Mm -hmm. And so I try to make it fun. I'm not one of those people... So that... you're, you're more concerned about her health is what you're telling me now? Yes, yes. Do you see how you're calmly and rationally explaining these things to yes. me now? But you are not doing that with your wife. You coming up with nursery rhymes... No, this is... <laughs> to try to no, tell her but that she's gaining weight. No, let me, let me explain. Embarrassing okay? her in front of other people? No, no. I try to do things to try to make it light and kind of laugh about it, but the problem None is she's funny. The problem is she's sensitive, and then she's taking it personal. Well, well I'm I don't. Just I don't, I don't okay. Let me. Let me just. Yeah, that she is taking it personal because that is pretty personal. Mm -hmm. When you start commenting on someone's body, and while, while you're grabbing her stomach, that's pretty personal. And if you're really concerned about someone's health and well-being and their family history, which are legit concerns, right? But there's a way to communicate it without shaming her without embarrassing her without making her feel less than and making your love seem like it's conditional on the way she looks but Never. for some reason you are making it an issue in this relationship i'm not making it an issue i'm trying to prevent it from being an issue well find another way to express yourself in your motivation in your preventative measures that you're taking so what's really going on here are you not happy anymore in you know, the marriage? Well, I was I happy. Tell. I was happy in our relationship. And the thing, it just, it wears on me because I feel like she doesn't give to me. Mm -hmm. You know, like we talked about before with the details of, of the sexuality, uh, just, the, just the motivation about some things. And it, and it wears on me. Mm -hmm. And so it's maybe, maybe sometimes when exes hit me up about it, sometimes, you know, just naturally my mind goes back to like, oh yeah, I remember that time that things weren't like this, you know? And, and it so makes you think it, the grass it, is greener with your exes? Those relationships no, didn't work it's out not either? The grass is greener. It's like so much I look at what our relationship could be. Mm -hmm. I only push you because I love you. If I didn't love you, I'd just like, do whatever you want to do and whatever. You know, that's the principle behind knowing someone's love language, which means knowing how they need and want to be loved. Because we love the way we want to be loved. Right. But everyone is different. Every person is different. And it is incumbent upon you as her husband to know her love language and the way she wants to be loved and cherished and respected. And the same goes for you. You said that you have not stepped out to have a physical relationship mm -hmm. with someone else. But right. what I see is emotional infidelity taking place because you're giving your emotional attention to other women mm -hmm. outside of your marriage. Both are as hurtful and are as problematic. So where are the two of you now on children? We have no children. Is that because you don't want children? No, that's, we're, Yana, we're, we're trying to have kids, mm -hmm. right? But... To try, you have to have sex. Well, who's that fall on? That would be yours, too. So it you do want children? If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com.
Missed a show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms. And for exclusive content, go to Apple TV. When we first got together, Kenny and I talked about we wanted a family. Mm -hmm. He knows I wanted kids. Those were my goals. And he expressed the same thing. We get married into our relationship a year or two later. I know I'm Kenny. You know, can we start the process with the kids? Well, if you want them, then okay. I'm like, what do you mean? That's not the response you want from your husband. And I'm like, Kenny, but that's what we talked about. He's like, well, that's just an 18-year bill, and I don't want that. So where are the two of you now on children? We have no children. Is that because you don't want children? No, that's... Yana, we're we're trying to have kids, Mm -hmm. right? But... To try, you have to have sex. Well, who's that falling on? That would be yours, too. So you do want children? Yeah, I do. What I tell her is that if the day happens, she comes up, Kenny, I'm pregnant, then I'm willing to go, okay, I'm dropping everything... And, and this is what we're on right now. And I'm going to work my behind off to be the best dad I can mm-hmm. and the best husband to her. But if we don't have children, I don't want to force that, though. You know what I mean? Because I'm still focusing on my career and what I want to do with the construction business with my brother and everything. What is going on with your career? Because you have some concerns about his career as well since the two of you have been together. Yes. So when we first got together, he had a full-time job, benefits, 401K, everything. He was a teacher. When we got married, he said, hey, Shay, you know, I really want to start this business with my family, a construction business. So I said, Kenny, that's fine. You know, as long as you put your all into this, I'm totally okay with that. I get up, I go to work. He sleep in the bed. I work all day, I come home from work. He sleep on the couch. I come home, then I have to cook, I have to clean. He's talking about there's no sex in our relationship. To me, I have a child. Children don't turn me on. So, no, I don't want to have sex with you after I've been working 12 hours a day. Well, how long has he been starting up the business? Like three years. What's going on with the construction company? Well, what it is, where my, me and my brother were starting a project management company, which okay. takes time to get contracts. But to... it's been three years? Yes, it, it, takes, it takes time. I mean, it's have you like even meetings. built a door? <laughs> I know, I have not personally built a door yet. Why can't we have some simultaneous things happening here while you're building this empire, this construction company, but you're also working and have other means and sources of income. Because I do other things to keep money going in. Okay. So it's not like she takes it as I'm just sitting on the couch. I'm not sitting on the couch. It's not consistent. But it's not anything to provide a steady income. Not I think it's not, No, issue. it's not anything that I would raise kids on. Mm-hmm. What happened with the trip? Because you're suing over $1,200. Yes, what happened? So for his birthday, we had got together with a couple of our friends and we were going to take him to South Padre Island. So we planned this months in advance, paid for our room, our rental car, some activities we're going to do, everything. He's been on about this trip. We get down there on a Friday. We drive down. He gets a call that Friday night that they wanted him to come referee a game, a basketball game. So I'm thinking he's not going to take that. It's his birthday. We're together with our friends. He takes the job. I'm not ready to go back. So at this point, I'm heated. I'm like, I'm not going back. So because it's such a late notice, I had to get a $400 flight for him to fly back. I had to drive 14 hours back home by myself because I still had a rental car. So that was $500 for a hotel room that he didn't even stay in completely, the $300 for the rental car, and the $400 for the flight. And he said he would pay you for those things? He sure did. Well, why did you leave your birthday vacation to well, go referee Yara, a game? First, first of all, my brother had a big meeting with a guy who was going to eventually give us a contract. And this was a big meeting supposed to be closing a deal. And he said, hey, he's in town and... Uh, he wants to meet on Saturday. Can and you, you didn't be here? you didn't know about the meeting before the I trip? I didn't know about the meeting beforehand. You and you didn't know this was about a meeting and I not did a, not. a this ref- is the first time I'm hearing this was a meeting. 
and it wasn't a meet up with your exes. No, it wasn't a meet up with your exes. It probably wasn't even about the construction. It probably was a girl. It was so, not the girl. And what happened with the meeting? Did you close the deal? Please tell me you closed this deal. <laughs> no, ma'am. Unfortunately, what we did not close the deal. We got underbidded. So, and this is the other problem, Your Honor. She has a time limit on everything, which which was so frustrating about everything. But we're older in our life. I feel like we have to have a plan and have to have some things established and in place. And I just feel like you're just backsliding. You're just out there living your life and you're leaving all the responsibility on me. I'm I do everything. I'm not trying to live the responsibility you're on you. You're not trying, but that's what you're doing. Here's where we are. She wants more stability in terms of your career, and you're still trying to pursue this construction business. You want to be an entrepreneur, and I understand that. But there's going to have to be more compromise and sacrifice in doing that because it's been three years. Mm -hmm. The question about children, from what I've read, that he really doesn't want to have children. If that is truly the case, I implore you to truly be honest with her at mm -hmm. this point. It's only fair. Because that is a core issue of incompatibility. There's no amount of sacrifice, compromise, none of those things can resolve that core issue. If that's what you want in your life, is to have a child and have a family, then that's what you deserve. Yes, ma'am. And if you don't, guess what? That's your right. But you have to be honest, and it has to start today. Yes. Well, I, Your Honor... I don't know if I'm ready to just give up everything right now to just make sure we have kids. So he's not ready. That, that's your answer. He is still not ready. Hmm. So it's your choice, Ms. Gardner, what you want to do if you want to wait for him to be ready. You don't want to get to a point in this relationship where you're always fighting about something else, your needs and your wants really not being met whatever those needs are, whether it's you want to have a family and it's not happening, whether you want more time to pursue your construction business and it's not happening. So the choice is really going to be up to the two of you because I think you're both lovely people. But I think you have some real compatibility issues that you are facing right now. And the fact that you're here today before bringing a child into the equation is really significant because if you can't get past these differences, then you have a future elsewhere. The $1,200 for the trip. Let me ask you this, Mr. Gardner. Did you tell her that you would pay her back the $1,200 when you left early? I told her that, that I would help give it back. Have you, have you done that? I've, I've given her back what I've, what I've able to give her. Well, and that's no. a part of the problem because you need to do more in terms of your contribution. Yes. And to the finances in the marriage. Mm -hmm. That's a part of the problem. Well, Your Honor, like I said... It can't be all one way. So I'm going to order you to pay $600 now, half of what you promised you would pay for the trip, and I wish both of you well. Good luck. Right. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. I don't think it's uh, fair that I should have to pay her all the $600 right now. I told her I could pay her over time uh, due to my financial situation. I just don't have the money. He should have to pay me everything. He told me he was going to pay me. And again, he said he needs time. He's had plenty of time to pay me, and he hasn't paid me yet, so I'm probably never going to see the money. I'm just tired of talking about the and same thing. I'm tired of hearing about the same thing over. over and over. Well, it is what it is. And you're right, it is. Go get you a rich guy and go have kids. I sure will.